Hey everyone, uh, welcome to X Play Box Station podcast. I'm your host Jordan Alvarez, and with me I have my Vic Vinegar, Pierce <laughs> PP Gray. <laughs> Pierce PP Gray, co-host PP Gray. Co-host How are you doing? Known as PP from The Office. Peppa. I'm Peppa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, it's been a crazy week where um, a lot of news has dropped. We have PlayStation, Xbox news, Nintendo news. EA dropped a huge, massive dump on us, our chest this week. And we got Last of Us coming out tomorrow. Like, there, there should be more than enough to cover today. Hopefully, we can get through it and record the whole thing this week. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm Jordan Alvarez. I. We're Ian, we have Pierce Gray. We're both huge um, video game fans in general. I mean, that's that's about it. We're just two passionate fans that love playing video games. And we want to give you our take on what video game news we've read and what we our thoughts are every week. So let's get started. Pierce, you there? Did I lose you? I cannot hear you right now. Oh, that's awesome. oh, no, you just came up back. You just came back just now. <laughs> okay. So hopefully we don't have any technical difficulties because yeah. I can't have, I, we can't have our audio take a shit on us. Not again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not two weeks in a row. What kind of podcast is this? Get this shit in order. I mean, hopefully next week I'm at my home station. I'll have my, my, um, my high, my high tech built computer with all my little bells and whistles <laughs> and I can handle more shit. More shit than what we got on screen. <laughs> For some reason, I'm traveling this week so, uh, during a pandemic. It's a terrible idea. Anyways, let's 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 focus on our first topic: postmortem after the week after the PlayStation Five reveal, and we've got a little bit of trickle of Xbox news. Mostly, they've talked smart delivery. Um, I want to like kind of give our our impressions on how we feel a week later on the PlayStation Five reveal, and what do we think Xbox is going to drop us this month and next month because they they keep saying we're going to drop you a big particle of news every month leading up to launch they have to give us something they can't just let sony run away with the show no they definitely they definitely need to start stepping up to the foreground they're very stupid fucking quiet right now i mean they tripped on the the, they had the starting line and they like had a false start in may our first our first um series s review and I didn't think it was terrible, but like I really wish they would have like marketed it as indie showcase. And then yeah. Sony comes out with a PlayStation Five reveal, does a proper reveal, but kind of makes me scratch my head. Like, did they know the PlayStation Five was launching this year? I mean, <laughs> they, they had they had to have known. They have one real real exclusive, and like everything else they showed first party is like maybe next time. Year. Yeah, timed exclusives and like well, they have shit. exclusives and everything coming next year. They're just dropping the wallet on everyone, just like, hey, take our money. Um, we want consoles. Uh, we yeah. we want to sell consoles. <laughs> we want to make the most money. And 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 dropping so many bullshit stories. Like, uh, okay, so many stories stories that like Resident Evil Eight couldn't run properly on the um PS4. Like, I I, I hate to tell everyone. This game is built on the exact same engine as Resident Evil 3, Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 7. This game's been in development long enough that the scope 
in the development of the game is 100% ready for current gen consoles because you want to know what that game's going to release on current PC builds and it's not going to require an SSD to play it on the PC with a graphics card that's way more similar to what's in the current gen consoles than the next gen consoles that are coming out. Honestly, like, Sony, Sony just dropped him a shit ton of money. It's like, hey, shut up and tell him you can't do it so we can sell more PS5s. <laughs> yeah, well, like, what doesn't make sense is, like, they're doing the same thing with fucking Spider-Man. Like... He has no no way that... There's no... It's bait in, built in the same, like, engine. Like, maybe they want to throw some dimensional bullshit in there and... It's two years later. It's only been two years since they've done anything with this engine. This is gonna. It looks the exact same as like going back and looking at E3 Spider-Man 2018. No, no, graphics don't scale, man. Trailers versus fucking the Miles Morales one that we got last week. No, like, it, like bigger set pieces. All right, cool. Like you can give me bigger set pieces, but give it to me on the same fucking console because Spider-Man had some decently big set pieces. But oh, like, oh. come on. A, a week later, the two games I'm still most excited for are Horizon. Um, too, and the Project Athena or whatever from Square Enix, like that game looks yeah. amazing. It's getting writers attached to it from, I believe, though I don't want to misspeak, but they had a really great writer like come out and say they're attached to it. And Square Enix is super risk adverse to um, losing money. I mean, they they benched um, uh, Deus Ex after it didn't do well. That like that yeah. game's future is basically canceled without them saying it's basically canceled. Which fucking so, like Square that Square was a great game. That was a fantastic game. Marketing it didn't do well. So like Square Enix and um Bethesda have had problems releasing new games, regardless of how great they are. They just aren't selling. So they're risk averse yeah. right now. They have their tails between their legs, and they don't want to launch things that they aren't going to be padded with a pillow to fall on. So Sony's going to be their okay. pillow to make sure that Bethesda's two titles are time exclusives. They don't fall on because like Prey, awesome game this generation when they um The market was it. horrible though. But but it didn't sell. So how do you become more risk adverse? How do you become more risk adverse? Do you sign time exclusives that basically cover your development costs? Or not all think... of it, but enough. Yeah, my main thing, I think, with Prey 2, it didn't sell because it's not the Prey that people wanted. They wanted that futuristic bounty hunter-looking one that we well, can, like, well, fucking Fuck what you want, ago. man. Fuck what you want. People be... I mean, yeah. I mean, fuck what I want. I, 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 mean, I, I, just... I enjoyed the new Prey. I thought it was actually a really good game. Um, but yeah. I really never got that far through it, but hey, you know. It's like apples to oranges, right? So... Anything that still jumps out of you? Anything that, about the reveal? Like, I the one thing I don't understand, and I think this is just because like Sony has this Apple-like cult following. Like, people will fall fall off a cliff with it. And like, they release really fucking great games. Don't get me wrong; they have a great product, great games. But I think no matter what they do, people are gonna be hundred percent on board. But honestly, I. I fear for Microsoft coming next month when they're going to do their big first party reveal. If they release as little gameplay on their first party and don't have any like real goals of when some of these games are going to come out, I think people are going to fucking freak out on them because <laughs> because Sony's reveal did not have much more gameplay. It had it had some, but it didn't have it much like, more than no. the first Xbox reveal of gameplay. No, so what's going to happen next like hopefully 
in the coming weeks or early next month is Xbox is going to drop a fucking bombshell and have tons of gameplay. They're just, they just pretty much, I feel like they just sat back and were just like, all right, all right, cool. This is what they did. Let's Whoa. fucking top it, bro. Like, <laughs> let's go fucking show them why Microsoft is number one. That's a biased opinion as fuck, but hate well, me if you will. I'm an sorry. Xbox player. Like, they're going to fucking try and blow everybody out of the water. Well, you can't shit on Xbox for their first Series X uh, gameplay reveal, and then Spider Man's the only exclusive. Sony title coming out this year, and how much gameplay did they show for that? They didn't, yeah, they showed a minute and thirty of fucking all, probably all of the action sequences in that whole well, game. They and they, they weren't gameplay; they were captured in game, just like most of the Xbox Series X reveals were. Like they weren't actual gameplay. There was no HUD. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't player perspective at all. There it's very shit. much. It's very much like, hey, here's a, like thirty second trailer of like actual gameplay, and here's cutscenes of our in game engine of what we can do with all this new lighting effect. The yeah. gameplay. The, the gameplay they kind of showed off was Dak and Jack. Dak, Jack. Jack. Yeah, wrong, wrong. Uh, Shut the fuck up. Ratchet sorry. Ratchet, our, Jack, Jack, shows... Ratchet, no, no. Jack and Ratchet and Clank have always been kind of the same like game in my head. There's yeah. so many of those. Like I don't, I don't yeah. play that. I don't play that series. Like I'll 100% come out. I play a lot of Insomniac games. Love some Insomniac games, but for whatever hell, like whatever it is, Ratchet and Clank just never got me. Yeah. But anyways, I, mean... I was gonna say the Ratchet and Clank. Uh, Clank gameplay honestly was really fucking cool it was the probably the coolest gameplay in the whole reveal yeah because that was the only gameplay in the fucking reveal no 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 no. hold on gran turismo most gameplay of any game shown so far for next gen right now next gen gran turismo is the goal mark for gameplay right now no one's done more no one's done more I did not need to see any fucking <laughs> gameplay trailer for Gran Turismo. I know what it is. I can. You fucking... don't know what a car looks like. Shut the. Shut yeah, up. I don't drive a car every day. I don't fucking like look at race cars or nothing, dude. Like, I still know what the fuck Gran Turismo is. Like, hey, but but can... think, think about think about how much esports are gonna jump up with everyone being locked oh. in, and how many consoles are yeah. with everyone locked inside their houses. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know those e- those racing esports are really fucking. You know they're gonna knock and, Halo out of the park this year. And and honestly, the only people I've seen, like, and again, I think Spider Man's gonna be awesome. I think Horizon Two will be awesome. Rest of the um a- after that and after the Square Enix project and Resident Evil Eight, like everything else, like I don't know kind of exactly what I'm getting for the rest of those reveals, or I don't care. What about the what about the Chris Hansen? I guess it's not that I don't care. The Chris, I think he's writing. <laughs> no, I think he's writing for Resident Evil Eight, the Dead Space writer. Yeah, yeah, the Chris Hansen uh, Dead Space game where he's picking up little girls in like an abandoned new oh. space. What about that one? You mean the Capcom game? Like I don't even know that game's coming out. The... <laughs> that was just like a graphic demo. Like, I mean, Cap Capcom after Deep Down, I just don't trust them when they they date anything three years in advance. I feel like they just get bored and move on. <laughs> yeah, it's not coming out. But like Resident Evil's printing the money right now. I think they're just gonna bleed that to death, and then like there's rumors the... that Resident Evil's getting pushed back though. I mean, everything's probably gonna get slightly pushed back, um, Dude, but like, l- but l- a l- l- little bit, little bit moving 
off was the Sony like reveal. Like, well, anyways, the one thing I wanted to say on the PlayStation Five console, I have not seen anyone who's actually given a subjective reveal of this console that likes how it looks. I think they yeah. think it looks cool, but I think they are like as a like as a consumer, a home wh- entertainment. Wh- like, what consumer. the fuck am I doing with this? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's gonna play games. It's gonna have some fucking awesome exclusives, but it. It looks fucking dumb. Like yeah, it, it, it was, it's way too over-engineered. It looks like a leapfrog for like people five and up. Dude, have you seen the side perspective of this thing? This thing like a fucking pizza box. Yeah, dude, it's gargantuous. It's fucking stupid. It's like a fucking pizza box. This thing is like bigger than like a div- like a TiVo re- recorder, like all, from side perspective. <laughs> it's honestly, if you take a TiVo recorder, one of those long, like I don't know, like foot and a half tivo recorders that are like depth wise like it's it, it might be exact it might slap two of those guys together that might be the size of your ps5 it's it, it, like people who made fun of the size of the xbox series x oh my god this thing is like a rocket ship mm-hmm. hopefully it won't sound like my ps4 when it starts doing some right. hard work yeah like i'm just fucking about to take off dude that the xbox one looked god awful throw that out there but that thing did not make fucking noise that thing is a fucking silencer the xbox one x haven't heard a goddamn word out of that i don't even know it's on half the time except for the light in the front like i i walk by it and i'm like oh my xbox is on from last night still whoops like um so like what do we think like what do we think microsoft has to drop this month and next month to bring it down because we have two SKUs of the playstation 5 now i'm guessing a disparity of like 50 dollars is what i guess i guess there was going to be a disc model for 500 a discless model for 450 internet came out with a amazon like saying the discless version is going to be 400 the disc version is going to be 500 um Regard, regardless, what do we think with everything we've seen, everything we've kind of chatted about, what do we think the um, what, what do you want to see Microsoft do? What do you think they need to do to stay in this race right now? Because they, they tripped at the finish line. Sony's like sprinted at and halfway through the race right now. I feel like the race is really kind of your marketing to be done between May and fucking September. If you don't have your marketing fucking plan in place by then you've lost (laughs) i mean i just i feel like microsoft again biased opinion microsoft is just going to come out of the fucking woodwork these next few weeks but people say that every year and microsoft just always like throws a potato out they're like oh like get ready get ready for this microsoft grenade next year it's going to come it's going to come and they just throw a potato out and it splats they're like we boiled it this year though it's (laughs) (laughs) i mean i don't know dude like i I really feel like xbox is just gonna blow our fucking dicks off with just reveals what what do you think they'll blow our dicks off let's like let's 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 throw some darts on there what what do you have Uh, for them to blow your dick off if you don't want it anymore apparently you really want to lose it i don't know why what you're into i really want to see what they're doing with halo if it's supposed to be a launch title i really want to see some halo shit do you think they'll just steal the um bungee formula and just like hey here's our destiny Ultra edition. No, oh god, dude. You think, they'll, you think they'll stick to the Halo formula? What do you want them to do with Halo? I really do not want them to. I want them to continue with Master Chief, and I want them to scrap fucking Halo Five altogether. 
Fuck Halo Five. Fuck Commander but, Locke and Green Team. But, like, but I love Locke and I love Locke as a character and as like all of like the canon are like forward onto Dawn and shit. I and, just, like, I just, I just want them to do Locke games the rest of the, the rest of the series. Who's Master just, Chief? Yeah, we've never seen him. He could be Locke. Master Chief is Locke. Hey, Master Chief is he, Cortana. He, take, he, he takes over. He, uh, he takes over. But, but make Locke the new Cortana. That will make everyone happy. Yeah. Make <laughs> the Locke ghost, the new the Cortana. Go, the, the ghost of Christmas past. Yeah. Of Halo make Locke Infinite. the new Cortana and then Arbiter the new Master Chief and I'll be happy, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so, or let me play Let me play as one of the little fucking dudes that run around screaming and shit. Like, I, I, I will say Halo Infinite might be a very unpopular opinion. Halo 5 people seem to love i really hate that fucking boost button i just get rid of the boost button like oh, it's you, you can keep the sprint you can keep you can keep the sprint stuff but like call of duty trying... got rid of that bullshit like just get that's rid of what it. i'm saying they're probably following the lead of fucking call of duty and all their fucking dumb like wannabe titanfall shit but that's neither here nor there um and, and give me a pistol that kills thing... everything everything i don't <laughs> give a shit who cares if it's overpowered i mean I can <laughs> it worked well for how many years for you yeah I can snipe with my pistol all game and like be a god. Keep that. That's like a that's like a trademark thing you guys have now. Is like people oh, have. I can snipe man. you from clear across the map people and have, fucking get like all these headshots. People have sworn to me up and down that the books explain why the pistol no longer scopes. And I was like, I don't give a shit the books. Like, did they lose the technology? How do you lose this yeah. technology? Like, yeah. is it just, hey. Yeah. You what had they did was the took the duct tape, tape off the fucking had, scope. You had this prototype pistol, and they were only on the Pillar of Autumn, and they all got lost as soon as you blew that bitch up. They're gone. Like, that's the only thing that would make sense to me chronologically. Hey, you have this amazing prototype. We can't recreate it. And nor <laughs> will we because, it, you know, we just thought it was way too powerful to fight the Covenant with. Yeah, you know, Master Chief's just running around with fucking dual pistols in Halo 2, just massacring motherfuckers. You know, um, I don't know. So, so I don't know. For it to be a Halo, like, I would not want them to get rid of boost if they want me to get back into multiplayer because I hate that fucking boost. I would like a good, solid combination of weapons. I feel like the weapons all kind of felt the same to me in Halo 5. And, like, I'm going to be honest, I didn't play Halo 5 like I played Halo 2, 3, 1. Arena. I just played Halo 5. I, like, after... After, like, any of that, like, I never really played Halo online. I know you and Dane were, like, super fucking, like, jerky dicks over Halo D- Dane, back in the day. Dane didn't have a, our, our buddy Dane had zero life when he went to, I, I don't, he didn't, he dropped out of college, basically, so he could play Halo 3. Not, not on, like, a professional level, just in his room with himself in the dark with yeah, a lot of, with, with a lot of lotion. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we've all been there, right? Talking to you Final Fantasy fans. Uh, but no, I mean, just like, I, I don't know. Another game I want them to really show off, of course, is Cyberpunk. I want to see some new stuff from Cyberpunk. Um, I, I, I could see them. Like, so, like, one, one thing that was really interesting that happened this week Cyberpunk got delayed till November 19th. That is going to make Cyberpunk come after, like, I don't care when you say these consoles are coming out. I think the latest they're going to come out. Uh, any consoles ever came out is november 20th november 21st one i think november 21st is the latest a console's ever released in the calendar month of november um i would be blown away if microsoft doesn't say hey delay that bitch we're we don't want sony eating our fucking breakfast we're going to drop you like we already have your marketing deal 
here's another fucking few mil. Get us fucking the PC version on our Xbox Series X and push that bitch back. We want that date and date launch. And if the Xbox Series X launched on November 19th and we find that out next month, I would not be surprised one bit because you know what's going to fucking slap Sony in the face? You yeah, have fucking cyberpunk. Version of cyberpunk date and date oh, with yeah. launch. Like, oh, yeah. how are you going to beat that? A game that with that kind of like development and yeah. resources put into it? Yes. So a launch title and a Series S? And, you know, Microsoft's already said, like, hey, we want our titles on our current Xbox and our next-gen Xbox. And, and, they li- and 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 um, projects project CD, CD, CD project Red, Red CD Project Red stumbled all over that um, has already came out and said hey we're gonna provide smart delivery for this game so like I could see them both saying hey this is a great opportunity for us to basically pull our dicks out swing it around show everyone how fucking great we did on this and show oh, yeah. a, show a fully realized version of it and make that fully realized version an exclusive timed exclusive next gen time exclusive so oh that would be so, fucking so, amazing so, so you still have the ps4 version and your ps4 version is going to work in your ps5 but it has a ps4 version and you're gonna have your xbox one version and you're gonna have your series um x version it's a time ex- next gen exclusive for the yeah. first year you couldn't be mad because you're still getting on ps4 if you're a sony fan and you're looking at upgrading and it's still gonna work on your ps5 it's just not going to be. You're not. You're not going to have that. You're going to have the wait a year for the next gen enhancements. And if Microsoft has enough money, which we both know they do, if they, yeah. if they could convince CD Projekt Red to do that and drop that cash and push that back, and that's what this is all behind. And I'm sure there's a lot more behind this delay than Microsoft oh, yeah. take our money and give us series next gen exclusive upgrades for a year. Oh yeah, I mean, I would love to see them do like that would kill no one to be able to do that. You have a Halo and a fucking Cyberpunk releasing day and day launch title. Oh yeah, dude, you're gonna be fucked. You're gonna be fucked. On top of what else they're keeping in the shadows. Spider-Man's gonna be great, but Spider-Man's a DLC. Insomniac came out this week and said it's half the size of the original Amazing Spider-Man game. That's fucking DLC. It's it's a little bit more than DLC. But it's not much. It's not more than an expansion, like um, Reaper of Souls or whatever they came out with Diablo Three. I forget which one. Yeah. I played so many. I played so many Diablo games over the years. <laughs> was it no, called I mean, Reaper of Souls? Yeah, it was called yeah, Reaper of Souls. Reaper Souls. Yeah. I, I know. Uh, I know. Diablo Two had another one. I was like, did I name the Diablo Two expansion? Do I sound like an <laughs> idiot now? But like they had a whole new world and yeah, an extra twenty hours of content. Spider Man's yeah. no more than a, a PC ex- a classic PC expansion. Yeah, I mean, I definitely want to see. Like, I would love to see some, like, out of the fucking left field, like, boom, new exclusive, boom, launch title, boom, boom, launch title, launch title, launch title. What would prove smart delivery works and is fully realized more than Cyberpunk 77 launching day and date with Series S, uh, X exclusive upgrades for a year? Like, what what, what more proof you need? Like, hey, you can play this on Xbox One Xbox One S, Xbox X, and your Series X, which you can only play next-gen version on Series X for a year. Like, nothing could beat that. And you have a fucking Halo game that the, the dick around with your friends on. I got something that can beat that. And, and 
I, I hear Holland. Shut your mouth. I got something that can be. Okay. Let you beat my idea. Try, try. Because I don't think you can. Grant the thought of five. They can't. Give me Grant the thought of five for free. Sony already has it. Sony already has marketing rights. Like in like that that deal, I've heard so much about that deal. That deal is a complete sham. Everyone thinks they're getting um, GTA yeah, they online. GTA no, online. You're they, getting they the think, full game for sixty dollars plus no, GTA. So, so no, it actually the, the um the I was actually reading some reports on this and the subtext on that. The like the deal and the uh, marketing agreement for that. You get GTA Online free for three months. So what? It's months. gonna be a paid fucking subscription for GTA Online <laughs> no, no, no. now. You you get GTA Online free on PlayStation Five for three months, and then you so that lose better access. Mean I get... No, no. Then you lose access, and then you have to buy GTA. Uh, GTA. I then you believe... gotta buy GTA Five, five to play GTA, play Online, GTA Online again. again. So they first want to get I... you. They basically want to give you some a little a little hits on your a little hit a few little hits to get you addicted, and then they want to take it away from you and like oh well those those are free samples now you have to pay us it's, get me again addicted. for 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 the game on on the third generation it's a PS3 game that they sold again on a PS4 and now they're gonna get you hooked <laughs> on it again by giving you a whole bunch of free cash so you can get all this cool shit for the first few months and they're gonna rip it away and I'm like oh well. That was our beta version for the PS5. Here's our full yeah. realized version for the PS5. Now pay us. That's yeah, what, no, that's... from what I understand, that's the technical marketing deal for that. If that happens, I'm not buying it, but I'm gonna break my PlayStation Five. <laughs> so um, and, and we, like... we we will have live video, and I will email it to every single person that I know. Just just drop me a line, and I will email you <laughs> <laughs> of. PP Gray smashing his <laughs> PS5 with whatever device he wants to do it with because he. <laughs> I will smash. So, what's the stipulation on this? What what has to happen for you to smash your PS5? <laughs> if I bought myself, you grant that off five, and they only give you three months of free GTA Online. Yeah, if they give me free GTA, okay. Here's the only thing that would probably. No, not even probably. Like, there's nothing you can do to convince me to buy to spend another sixty dollars when the game's still sixty dollars on any platform. Man, they would have to be fucking one. Okay, to do sixty dollars, they'd have to be like thirty dollars of the shark card yeah, or something, they're, right? They're gonna do 60. forty most. They're gonna, they're I mean, gonna Spider, do Spider Man Miles Morales is going to be like forty dollars. It's Rockstar. It's Rockstar. If they haven't dropped the price on fucking Xbox Marketplace for it, and fucking almost what five years dude you, you want to know who's the marketing for... for red dead redemption 2 microsoft why don't they just launch like hey red dead online is gonna be free for three months on the xbox series x but then we're gonna resell it to you <laughs> i wouldn't be mad here's the problem though here's the problem though. i wouldn't be mad because i play g i play red dead online more than i play fucking gta i don't even have GTA your opinion gta online is way more popular like i I personally would be more likely if, like, I had gun to my head, had to play, pick one, which one to play for the next three months. I pay pick um, GTA Online. See, I would pick Red Dead. I would pick Red Dead all day. I love westerns, so like, I would pick I'll Red Dead. All day. I, I I love Red Dead. It's fun, but I, I first I don't know what it is about that time setting, but maybe I find it relaxing. I don't know, but I want to take a nap after playing Red Dead for like an hour or two every time. It's like, I go out hunting for like three hours, and I'm like, "Damn, I really spent three hours in real life." And then, then I need, then I need a nap. 
Yeah, and then like, and then I want to go pitch a tent out back and fucking, you know, boil some coffee so, on an open fire. So, so what other games do we want in the show? Because I want to see what like I don't care if it's just a CGI trailer, a logo or something. If the initiative in Santa Monica, their quadruple A studio, does not show a goddamn logo or a CGI trailer, I'm gonna flip. Last year when I was going to E3, I got an Uber share. And wouldn't you know it, a developer from the initiative caught in the rideshare with me <laughs> Uber pool. And I'm like, oh, like, hey, where are you heading? And like, oh, we're both going to the Microsoft um, Theater downtown next to the Staples Center. Like, oh, that's cool. Um, what? So Microsoft Theater, that means you're going to the Microsoft press briefing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, how how are you invited? Because it's a, it's a media-only thing. And I, I got press credentials last year. And he's like, oh, I work at the initiative. And, like, I was living in San Monica at the time. He lived, like, a block away from me. I should have honestly became friends with him because <laughs> it would have been fucking cool insight. But I was trying to keep it professional. It was my first time at, like, E3 with press credentials. And he's like, oh, I'm working on initiative. I'm like, oh, that's really exciting. I'm like, I would love to see what you guys are working on. He's like, yeah. No, he told me, like, no, we're not going to show anything today, but we're, we're, further, we're a lot further along than people think we are. And that's yeah. that's my only insight for the initiative. So he told me that a year ago to the day, like on uh, last week. So I would like I would like to see. I want to see what they're doing. I want to see what Playgrounds Games Second Studio is doing. The highly secretive second team working on Fable relaunch, and if they yeah. have, like God of War ish like graphically um, fantasy Not world or like Witcher cartoon. Witcher three. More they make they basically make it Witcher four, but. And the fable with the same humor. I'm I'd be kind of, yeah, I'd be kind of down with that. I would love to also see, um, what was I just fucking had on the top of my head? But you're talking too fucking much. Uh, oh fuck, dude, what was it? Um, I was trying Kingdom to be come, productive. Kingdom Come Two. No, I'm just joking. No, fuck Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come Deliverance. <laughs> yeah, Kingdom Come Two. Yeah, Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come Deliverance Two. <laughs> no, fucking. I get all those <laughs> medieval games confused. <laughs> no, um, I would love to see. Um, fuck, dude, I completely fucking forgot. God damn you, god damn you. We'll come back to it. I'll, I'll remember. Uh, how many medieval games do we need? Okay, Fable, Fable no, for yeah. them to show. Yeah. The, I, I just want. I just want. Since he wants to diversify their portfolio. Oh, I just remembered. I just fucking remembered. Uh, Starfield from fucking Bethesda. I oh, would that, love to see they're not showing that. I, I I know they won't, but you know, you know, just come on, Bethesda, don't fuck I, me anymore. I think Bethesda's actually came out at some point this spring and said they're not showing any more Skyrim or any more Starfield this year. They didn't show us any fucking Starfield last time, like for the last like three years. No, so this is gonna be the second year under construction. Both years under construction, under construction. They cool. I don't think it was even on their fucking like little playground amusement park wheel last year. Um, wh one thing that would be really cool because Microsoft's been loving doing this is announcing buying studios during their E3 press conference. And like honestly, I'm gonna be completely honest, I fucking miss E3 because trying to follow all these goddamn little like shoot off videos oh, like EA Play, annoying. PlayStation reveal here, and all these other studios, I have I no clue what the hell is happening. I didn't even know EA Play was happening today until you texted me about it. Honestly, like, and I'm so glad yeah, I didn't like it. I delayed till I texted you. <laughs> I didn't, but like, still, like, I'm so glad. Like, I, I, I'm just like, I'm not even glad that you texted me. At you. 
Yeah, I, I'm so glad you didn't fucking text me and say ePlay was happening. Like, I would have not, like, been upset, and I would have been completely prepared for this podcast so, today. So, the other thing I want to, like, the only other thing I think I want to see from Microsoft. God, you made me forget now. Oh, well. Good. How's it fucking feel? It feels it feels great. Okay. It feels great. fucking anyways, fantastic. Anyways, the only way Microsoft right now, since I blew up my own hopes and dreams, like into this large balloon that could never be filled properly because it's a fucking pipe dream, is for Microsoft to wow me with smart delivery by day and date exclusive Cyberpunk seventy seven exclusive next gen smart delivery for the first year. That's what they have to do to me the wow me now. That Fable and Halo and I mean, they're going to show a new Forza because I mean, they have to, they have to throw a little sauce at the, the GT because that's something people care about. Yeah, I mean, Gran Turismo, I mean, fuck, dude. What are you going to do without Gran Turismo when you got Forza and you can fucking have a playground and you got your real racing simulator and then you got your fucking let's go fuck around in like New England and, you know. Okay. Well, another, another um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on from Microsoft and um, Sony. Uh, what, what, one last thing. Microsoft needs to really fucking nail is matching the disk drive PS5's price. Don't announce price till PS5 does, and just match the disk drive version. Actually, you know what? Bitch slap them and match the non-disk, the all-disk oh, yeah. price. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and just fucking throw a wrench in their entire plan and marketing. Just fuck them. Well, and then just release. I, I've seen so many reports this week. Lockhart is real. It's going to be a four teraflop small version, small compact version for next-gen gaming with a CPU, SSD, four teraflops, but since the GPU is built for next-gen, um, prioritized for next-gen graphics, it they say it will play a little bit more along the lines with the Velocity Engine from Microsoft. It'll play a little bit more along the lines of an eight teraflop machine. Let's be honest, math is math. It's going to play probably a little bit lower than your Xbox Series your xbox one x like graphically but it's marketed towards 60 frames at 1080p it with the io input with the cpu graphics card and ssd they should be able to manage 1080p it's supposed to be all digital no disk drive and from everything i've read it's supposed to be half the price of whatever the series x launches at so if it launches at 500 it's supposed to be around 250. so this thing's going to undercut the switch the PlayStation 5, all digital, and PlayStation 5. If it launches at 250, I think that's going to be a really easy Christmas gift to pick up for like your little kids. Like, hey, here's this. It has plays all my all my Xbox games, all my Xbox 360, all my Xbox One games, and it's going to play next gen titles because it's a CPU to handle that. Bam. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd, I think, I'd be down with that. I think Microsoft would also be really smart to also pivot and release an all digital series x um me personally because i think that will print money for them because they don't have to worry about losing money on disc um sales and they can get, retain more money and that will be more publishers and developers me personally i think they should probably launch that this time next year is all and steal sony's um idea um anything else you wanted to say on xbox and sony i think i'm, I'm tapped out on that no i think i'm good on that too i mean we definitely got the bulk of our feelings out. Okay. You know, um, it's always good to share your feelings. You want to bury that shit deep down. We have to get yeah. Dane on here so we can um, tell him his feelings don't matter sometime. I think, I don't know if, I, 
I don't know if he'll add any value other than <laughs> he's fun to have around. Yeah, he's just you know, he's a laugh. He's like he's like uh, he's like our. Here's a good segue. He's like EA. It's just it's it's real easy to pick up. You're you're skipping one thing I want to talk about real quick before EA. Is that okay if I hit that real quick? Because like yeah, again, sure. EA is gonna be really fun. We'll probably talk about them for quite a bit. Um, another another piece of news that happened this week. Um. Nintendo had a press conference about Pokemon. I'm going to be honest, I skimmed this. There's only one thing that came out of it. I think there's some cafe Pokemon game. It is a Pokemon exclusive Nintendo Direct. And everyone was hoping a Pokemon Go Silver version, similar to Pokemon Go Eevee and Pikachu, where they went over the first game, basically, and updated graphics. But anyways, they did a Pokemon cafe game i think i don't i don't fucking know um and they did a pokemon snap game and oh my god you would have thought everyone six-year-old child inner child just nutted everyone i saw that was like 20 and above who played pokemon snap just freaked the fuck out like they announced that like <laughs> i don't even know what to announce it like like they they, they i would i want to say like lion king or something like it's the only thing i can think of but like I didn't care that they released a new Lion King like last year. So, uh, I, I, Pokemon can go like fuck off somewhere. I never was big into Pokemon. But Pokemon Snap makes you a photographer, and you can throw things at the Pokemon to make them interact differently to get even better photos and better things. I don't know. It's it was a so it's po- so you're telling me it's Pokemon Go with <laughs> no, no, a photo a photo mode. It's like, Pokemon, it's like Pokemon Jurassic World with a photo mode where you go through there and have it on like a fucking train rails. Oh my god. Those. Okay, I'll play it. I played Pokemon Snap on the Nintendo 64. I thought it was fun, but like I was also like, I don't know, like a child. Fucking seven years old, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, if they bring back the Pokemon Snap um, blockbuster photo prints, I'm in. 100% in. So Pokemon Snap when it launched for the Nintendo 64, you could take your game cartridge with your saved uh, pictures and put it into a machine at Blockbuster, and they would print your Pokemon Snap photos. If they bring that back, where I can go back to Blockbusters and print my Pokemon Snap photos, sold. I will buy I will buy everyone, everyone I know copies that has a you know, switch and when i say you have to be in my phone book no you know like i'm not like you can't just randomly message me but i if the blockbuster brings it back done yeah, i'll buy you yeah if nintendo and buys blockbuster you can don't tell me do that. don't tell me that's not possible because there is still one more blockbuster left in america and they could easily do this if they really gave a shit and they cared about my hopes and dreams and well you like buy, you told me like, earlier 20 copies of pokemon snap like you told me earlier, who gives a fuck about what you want? I'm just saying, who okay. gives a fuck about Jordan? Uh, obviously, I can't get Pierce on board with my Pokemon Snap idea. So um, we're just mindless consumers. Go, go, go on to your next segue. You wanted, you wanted so desperately just to move past this. You didn't give a yeah. shit. So just, just move on to the next one. I'll, I'll get back to you mentally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just cry for a minute. Just take a nice little mute break and have a nice cry. I want Anyways. to come back. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I want Radio Shack to come back, okay? We all want things, but we don't get them. I still see Radio Shacks. So you just have to go to small ass towns that you're never want yeah. to go be in. I went to Athens, Ohio a few weeks ago and saw Radio Shack and lost my shit. 
Yeah, I they exist. The Shut up. I th- wish I done. Last- wish done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Make a wish. My wish is next now. Okay, go on to the next segue. Whatever you want. Go for it. I mean, you sort of fucking sidetracked my segue, but I mean, EA play today. Uh, EA is real fucking easy to pick on, and we're about to do it right now. Because fucking EA is annoying and fucking the same shit. I think so. they get a lot of bad, bad flack for no real reason half the time. But yeah, tell you know, me. Tell I will me, say. Tell me why you hate them. Tell me why you hate them. Go for it. I don't hate. I, I don't. I don't have hate in my heart for EA. I play The Sims. I play all the Dragon Age. I play all the Mass Effects. I love EA. They're just real easy to pick on because they don't give a fuck. Sometimes they don't give a fuck half the time with the shit they put out. Like Mass Effect Andromeda would have been fucking phenomenal. They just didn't give a fuck. They completely scrapped everything that I loved of Mass Effect and shit in my mouth. Well, they put a lot of care in like games like Anthem that like really showed me how much they cared about my time and value and really and they shit in my fucking mouth. You know, I will say. Don't you fucking lie to me! Don't you fucking lie to me! I was gonna tell you my my like. I honestly always thought EA got bad bad um, media coverage. They do. No other reason. No, no. Till till I bought the 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 collector's deluxe of it, um, deluxe edition of Mass Effect. I bought it. I was under an impression I was gonna get all single player DLC for the rest of the game. Like I thought, I I thought my understanding at least, I bought a basically a DLC pass to get all yeah. future DLC for single player content. But guess what? We never got DLC because the game fucking sucked. And I felt like I spent ninety dollars. <laughs> for multiplayer upgrades that I was never going to touch. Yeah. I was shattered. I was like, there's $90 I never needed to spend. Dude, no, like, all right, I had real high hopes and I played it through fruition and 100%ed it and went back and started a new game plus and did it all again. And I really wanted to love it. Like, I went the extra mile, just like Anthem. I went the extra mile. Like, I fucking was Googling shit every day. Like, just fucking when I was taking a shit at work. All right, let me check fucking Mass That's Effect. That's how I play the Mass Effects. That's usually how I play them on the hardest difficulty, and I power through last EA game that I would say, I, I, I Bioware, I'm not going to talk about it yet. I played, like, top to bottom was Dragon Age Inquisition. Dragon Age Inquisition, and I 100% again until they get, came out the DLC. I, I probably need to finish like one DLC chapter, and I have every goddamn achievement in that game. I love those Dragon Age games. Even the shitty 2-1, it wasn't great, but I, I loved it still. I, I mean, I loved I loved all the I, I, I loved it. I loved it like your, your nephew or your like niece that, you know, you know is never going to really... Fully realize, never amount to anything, never be fully realized, but you still love them because they're they're trying it in their own special way. <laughs> yeah, they're frittatas, you know, they're trying. So, so we got off track there about hating EA <laughs> and why they burnt me really bad on uh, Mass Effect and Drama because they didn't support single player DLC. I don't have a they problem did. with the game. I got burnt because of the I bought the DLC pass, and I feel like yeah. I should get my money's worth, and they should have offered me a refund as soon as they announced that. But um, yeah, EA Play. I interrupt you enough. G- give me a rundown on that, man. Uh, EA Thoughts? Play. You pretty much had. I mean, you had your basic. You know, you had your uh, Sims for Pride Month. You know, they do that every year. Nothing against it. You know, I'm a 
I'm glad that a company is putting their foot out for Pride Month. You know, not a lot of companies do that. They all do it, but I mean, Are I feel like prideful? the gay goes. No, I am prideful. You know, I I love that SpongeBob's gay. Uh, I love that EA. I love that EA. You know, cares about communities. You know, it's cool. It's awesome. I do it. Honest, they do it. They I'm do it to an extent, releases. and I didn't catch that part. <laughs> I, maybe this is just me like imagining things, but like nine times out of ten, every E3, you know, there's some sort of like Sims pride, you know, like live with no judgment, live with no hate. Like that was like in their little fucking trailer for the Sims going to like the Switch and shit or Steam. So, so, um, yeah, yeah. So I, the, the big the big points that I picked up were like Apex and Sims Four are coming to Steam, and Apex is coming to Switch. It takes yeah. two. The, the 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 crazy guy who at the game awards said like fuck everyone or something. I forget his name. Did way out and a tale of two players. He has a new game called It Takes Two. Looks fucking weird. Lost in Randoms was announced. Some more random dice game. Rocket Arena. Uh, a competitive rocket launching game. Yeah. Star Wars Squadrons. Madden and FIFA. And they showed some next gen stuff like. In development, that yeah, was like I mean, the big parts of EA Play. Yeah, I I don't I don't really care about things coming to see. Apparently, that makes the PC audience super happy because they they hate using the launcher for EA. It takes yeah. two. Look, really fucking weird. Could be a cool game, but really fucking weird way they showed that off. I'm gonna have to go back and look at it. Um, but I have yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and look at the It Takes Two because Dane and I actually played a way out. And we both thought it was pretty enjoyable. Um, also, you know, Star yeah, you Wars. played it. You played it with your boyfriend. Didn't invite me. I would have loved to have been invited. And someone. I mean, with me. I mean, you and I can play it. You know, tomorrow tonight. You know, I'm just saying. But you know, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Why don't you whine about it? Well, you have to call Dan and get his permission to make sure you can play with me. I, I would love yeah. to be at like three-way phone call that, and you're like, "Hey, is it okay if I uh, play a way out with um, Jordan?" And he's like, "Why the fuck are you calling me to ask me this?" And you're like, "Well, I didn't want, I didn't want you the jealous." <laughs> I mean, honestly, Dan and I never finish it. He doesn't have any interest in finishing it with me, so we might as well play it together. Dan could lose interest in a fucking like pizza and be starving to death. So yeah, that's just that's just Dane for you though. Enough bashing Dan. He's gonna hate us when he listens to this podcast. He's not he listening to anything. He he just drives like eight hours a day and he doesn't have time to listen to this. Like he doesn't have time to do anything else in his life. Like except except, except play, that eight, eight hour drive and he's fucking our, listening to this podcast. Our our play fucking Kotor for like the fiftieth time or go oh, through hundred yeah. percent um, Kotor again. God, I can't even remember Elder Scrolls Three titles name. Morrowind goes through Morrowind the time. <laughs> Again, great game, but I, I couldn't do it for the fiftieth time. No, I couldn't get like one of three endings, fucking a thousand times. I'm good. Okay, so anyways, um, Star you want, Wars. You want to take a look at Take Two? Um, Lost and Random. It looks like a Tim Burton movie where they play. <laughs> Dice that decide that I don't know. Um, yeah, Rocket, know. Rocket Arena looks like it would be a fun game to Just play, like couch co op. Yeah, couch it seems like if they have couch co op, it can be a really fun game. So basically, it's like Super Smash Brothers, but with rockets. So you shoot people till you get them d- 
damaged enough to fall off the arena so they can't come back, or if you get their meter all the way powered up, they just fly off the screen like Smash Brothers. It looked like kind of like ARMS kind of style from the Nintendo Switch. All right. If, um, if, if, you, if you're, you're eight, this game's probably going to be fun for you. Yeah. I mean, if you're, you know, if you're looking to be a squeaker on, you know, any platform. And the last, the last, the last three announcements I think are noteworthy to actually like dive into a little bit. Star Wars Squadron, take take us off, man. Uh Star Wars Squadron. It it it's not the Star Wars game I wanted from E3. Let's are you fucking? On. Are you joking? Like I was actually excited about this. <laughs> I'm excited too. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited okay. too. But it's not the game I wanted. Obviously, I wanted you know, uh, Fallen Order two. Obviously. A year later. But, yeah, I mean, I you're, mean, you're if, bitching about Spider-Man two years later, like only getting a DLC, and you're like, oh, well, give me a DLC for Fallen Order now. I don't want a full no, game. No, no, they would definitely give us a full game. But anyways, <laughs> it's neither here nor there. You know, that's just wishful thinking that we'd see some Star Wars like Fallen Order Jedi shit. But no, the squadron seems interesting. You know, it looks like they're taking the dogfighting from Battlefield, which is fun. Battlefield and uh, Battlefront, they're taking that dogfighting formula and putting it into a single player and multiplayer game, which looks interesting. Character creation, pretty interesting. Uh, I feel like you the mark on this. I don't know. I mean, I was I just like you like the, the mark on this. I'm just, I'm just going to be completely honest with you. Continue, 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 continue. I'm just hitting the main points that they really went if, over. I mean, I just want anyone else to know if they're, they're questioning why he's comparing to certain games and not other games, I'm with you right now. Continue, Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's a dogfighting Star Wars game from Nintendo 64, pretty much. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, there are obvious, like, comparison yeah. squadron games out there. And you're like, oh, I'm yeah. comparing it to Battlefield and Call of Duty. It's I'm a- like, dogfighting? I'm like, what? Are you are you high right now? Like, there was, <laughs> there was Rogue Squadron 1 and 2 for the 64, and then there's, oh, God. I forget. It was for the GameCube. There was two more, and they, this might have been Rogue Squadron. I forget what the '64 ones were called. Gosh, you see, you don't even remember. So Star Wars Rogue right. Squadron. Oh yeah, let me ask Google for real quick. That's yeah, okay. I am going to. Fucking Dude, Jesus. it's it's cheese and fucking rice, Charlie. <laughs> Learn, to <laughs> Learn to read. I I just thought I would do one, but I I remember, um, there was two for the um. There, there was there one two and two. The there was two for the 64. And yeah, I, I remember, played, I played I remember getting my GameCube for Christmas in 2001. I believe. I believe it was like November 15, 2001. And you want to know one of the launch titles I got was the Rogue Squadron game. Oh, it was Rogue Leader. A Star Wars Rogue Leader for um, GameCube. And that game, honestly, to this day, I think I could. I, 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 probably eating my words but like that game was like the most cinematic pretty star wars game in my fucking for mind the at the time yeah for no, the time I, I honestly think it'd hold up really really well because they used uh, all the audio uh, negative <laughs> that's gonna be a hard no, no. seriously go like after this i want like I'll, I'll i'll ask you next week but um just watch the like a trailer for the gamecube uh rug leader and i'm just curious what you think just watch it. Take a look at it. What? What? That's a no for me, dog. We, we, it will take you like two minutes. Just watch the fucking trailer. I won't. I won't get that two minutes back though. That's the problem. I will not get. 
you back. will you will get to come back next week and tell me like, hey, just, you're <laughs> high as shit. You don't know what you're talking about. It doesn't look as good as you remember. But I can say that right now. I think I think it might honestly. I think I think you would. Okay, it might not look as good as I remember, but I think you would be impressed with how good it looks for a 2001 game. Yeah, can almost 20 years later. Almost 20 years later. And I think you might be slightly impressed with how okay, good that game okay. was. So right. honestly, well, I I really enjoyed the Rogue Squadron games for the GameCube and the Nintendo 64. I thought the GameCube ones were way like they're they're stuck on the GameCube because they were exclusive, and I think they were fucking phenomenal. And I played the shit out of them, and I'm really happy they're actually bringing that back. I I'm I'm in low shame myself. I don't know who's developing this, so I don't know their pedigree or anything. But I I watched the whole like gameplay reveal it's gonna be five on five dog fights and you're gonna have like big um set pieces for like the story deal the story and everything and you're able to play five versus the computer and like basically do huge strike missions on armadas i i think it will be interesting i think it's only a 40 dollars game too so like yeah the price tag on it's pretty reasonable for Wait for it to go on sale. Buy it for thirty dollars. I don't think you can go wrong. I mean, those those space games are kind of easy to make pretty. It's you have a black background with some stars and piss some pieces. And a couple of ships, <laughs> and, couple of ships and some red lasers and ships. green lasers. Yeah, some red lasers and green lasers, and that's it. I I did find it interesting that it's fully first person cockpit view though too. That's pretty fucking. Is it only first person? Yeah, they said it's only uh, first-person cockpit uh, video. They lost me then because my I like the third-person perspective. I'm out. Out. Oh, did you hear? Right. Did you hear that you can play it fully VR though? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know what that's gonna add to it besides some like you know. Can, can I ask you a serious question? Have you ever done a PSVR? I do have not done PSVR besides playing Beat Saber, but I do have an Oculus Quest, and I. Okay. I genuinely like my quest. Like I just okay. played it today. I've only played a Vive, um, a HTC Vive, and I've only played a PSVR. I don't think I've done Oculus. I might have at like a showroom demo or whatever. But when I went to when I went to E3 two years ago, and then the PSVR, I played Gran Turismo in VR full. Cockpit. Oh boy, how was that? How was that? Just, just shut up for a second. Just shut up. <laughs> Full full car cockpit that was set up to the game. So like it when you turn, the cockpit actually rotated with you. So like as 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 a full immersive steering wheel, gas pedal, brake pedal, and the cockpit would actually like shake and move. If you went off the ground, it'd give you a full rumble with the chair and everything. It was hooked up. So just so just like if I go just like if I go cockpit view in you know like except except on, I was on my like, controller except i was actually in a cockpit in real life that like moved with the game were you physically in a cockpit of a car like were you sitting in your car playing this vr game i don't know it looks like basically if you could imagine like a high-tech vr experience at an arcade with like a fucking rumbling chair that like was levitating a little bit over the ground on that swing back and forth with like the movement of the cars and it would turn a little bit anyways yeah. It was a it was a really good immersive like experience with a PSVR, and I can't tell you I don't know if maybe I, I did it like three times like the guy let me do it like three different times because it was the end of the day and I you're the only it. person there you're the only yeah. person there playing Gran Turismo I'm the only one at E3 playing Gran Turismo oh well anyways 
there was uh, some team <laughs> next to me, and they thought I wanted to talk to him. I was like, no, I just want to talk to the developer. I'm, and the, like, the security about grabbed me and yanked and threw me out. But anyways, um, PSVR, I, this is the only time I played PSVR, and I thought it was trash experience. Like, I thought the display was so bad. I don't know why people are buying these displays. Like, I, like, if you look off-center at all, in my experience, like if I look a little bit off the peripheral vision of my eye, like I, I lose completely. Like I had to continue to stare directly forward or I get jack. And if I turn my head to kind of look over my shoulder, it's kind of cool because you kind of get that cockpit feel of the car. But like All right. the game stops rendering too well when I look too far to my right, like the, the field of vision just died. Yeah. So like I have a field of vision if I turn my head to maybe like 30 degrees either direction that i get some detail but i can't i don't know i just want like something that wraps around my eyes a little bit better is that weird no i mean the quest does that i mean the quest i mean you look (laughs) around if you look around you know you're not going to get a black screen right here and right here you're going to like look around and be able to turn all the way around and see behind you and in front of you I was in the best possible experience I think I could have possibly hoped for for a PSVR first demo is what I was trying to set up. The possibly best experience you could have with it, and I thought it was kind of trash. Yeah, I was. I had higher expectations for than what it delivered for me. It was cool, don't get me wrong, uh, but I thought it was trash. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, my buddy has a PSVR. My buddy Pirate has a PSVR, and he really only bought it to play Beat Saber. That's it. I want to play Resident Evil Seven on mine. Not, I don't have one, but I would, I would love to borrow one for like two weeks to play Resident Evil Seven on it to see if it's actually good. I would love to play Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, but I can wait until quarter four of twenty twenty to play it on my quest. So I'm just gonna wait. Uh, well, next thing is EA Sports Madden FIFA. Like, I don't know why the fuck they bring the same out. Like, this is coming out every year. Did you watch it? Because there was no sweat demo. Like it was worse than the NBA 2K21 demo. Dude, oh god! Like it was, it was literally like close montage of people running and then like earthquakes happening. I I felt like I was watching Batman Dark Knight Returns or something where Bane's blowing up the football field. Like I was so confused what was happening. I was expecting Bane and fucking Heinz Ward to be in the background just like filming that scene. Like, like can it, no it, one can no one show a sports game decently at E3? It's like, a, dude, it's a fucking sports game. You know what the fuck you're getting. You're getting no, a like, new roster, new players, new fucking either better running mechanic or better throwing mechanic. That's all like, you're getting. Honestly, if they would have done a quick minute on Madden and told me what was new about it, just show yeah, me, like, hey, you have this new mechanic, you. you have this new mechanic, this is what we did with the graphics. Okay, we're done. Minute. No more. No. What no they more. would have done, what they would have done if they did that was say, hey, you know, like last year, you know, our throwing mechanic wasn't on to par, so we increased our throwing mechanic and just like you know left our running mechanic out was. And that's they don't, awesome. they don't need to tell me anything about last year because anyone who gave a shit played last year's and doesn't need to know what. Who? Just, just, me that, just tell me a minute here, be, minute here, yeah. done. It shouldn't be more than two who, minutes for both games. Here's the last thing I want to say about 2K, and I don't want to say shit about FIFA because fuck FIFA, even though it's like the world's greatest fucking sport franchise ever. Who's going to be on the cover of the new Madden? It's um, the Kansas City Chief um, quarterback. I'm blanking on his name. Tim Tim Deflady? Tim, Tim, Tim Brady. <laughs> no. Tom Deflady? Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is going to be on yeah. it. 
Tony Romo, Michael Vick. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't play long well. Like I really blinked on that guy's name. I was so happy <laughs> to remember. I was, like, I was like fucking Tim Brady. Tim Brady, Timmy Brady. <laughs> Tim Brady's not a. Oh quarterback. god. You, you, drafted, you drafted him, Andre. So you have to steal. Oh, <laughs> uh, good old league reference. Um, but anyways, um, next gen. Um, they, they showed a next gen. Like I don't know. It was honestly not too long. It, for, for the one, next gen thing that I was real happy to see was Dragon Age. This like it, as as much time as they dedicated to each one of those next gen games as much time as they should dedicate to any given sports game that they're showing off any year for any reason. Yeah. yeah they, they completely wasted a time slot. They could have shown us easily, like, better. For some reason, in the notes, you have Dragon Age. I don't know what Dragon Age is, but I would love to see Dragon Age. I don't know if that's a new IP coming out. So it's but, actually a, it's a new IP that um, you actually build up your clout in a high school. Yeah. Similar to the furry game we saw last week. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, this, but you'd build up your clout. Um, clout not by being the biggest furry in the game like volcano high but by bragging by, by bragging yeah it's bragging. and um it's actually it's kind of like pimp my ride but we're using the word um bragging to brag about your ride do you think they'll have exhibit in this game do you think okay. Somebody will call okay. and be like, "Hey, yo, brag my ride." Okay, let's get, let's get back to the next gen stuff. I'm sorry, I can't spell correctly when I type. Um, so it still hasn't fixed it yet, but that's cool. I, I'm not <laughs> going to fix it because you want me to. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be that guy today. So we had um, they showed off next gen game game alpha build or end game engine of Dragon Age Battlefield. Uh, Need for Speed and a new title. They don't, didn't detail it, and they didn't even have it rendered the new title when they were showing it. Dragon Age, honestly, they showed me a goddamn gate from the end of Inquisition that I again like. They showed that in some red lyrium, but that still got my dick pretty hard. Yeah, like uh, to me, I was like, I rather see a little bit more. Personally. Yeah, I mean, um, what they showed, what they've been, what their Twitter's been doing is like little snippets, but I would have definitely loved to see a little bit more. Maybe like, what was the dude's name? Solus. I would love to see Solus because he's supposed to be like your main antagonist, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. But you, for some reason, I make fun of that. I wrote bad tide, tiled. Yeah, bad tide. Yeah, I saw that just now too, and I was gonna get in your asshole for it, but. <laughs> um, but um. Anyways, I did these notes really quick. Anyways, uh, Battlefield. I honestly, I was really impressed with what they showed at Battlefield, and they showed almost nothing about the rendering of all the characters battling and how much detail they're putting on each character. If they I mean, just showed me some rendering of Dragon Age of what the character, like just one character model in armor, yeah. I would have been happy. Like I said, if they would have showed Solus, I would have been fucking pretty happy. Like. Like that's all you have to show me is just show me like Solus's new character model for the new engine and I need, I need I need to make sure Morgan's gonna be in a, a like a fifth game. Yeah, that fucking <laughs> witch with nice tits. Yeah, me too. She has to be in her fifth game. Like it just has to happen. Or or Varus. Varus has to be in his fifth game too, right? Well, what's he gonna sell me? What's what's he gonna what's what's he trying to smuggle me? Anyways, I was impressed with Battlefield just because they showed me a rendering of like what they're aiming for. Dragon Age Ages story tease, and you have to really 
you had to really remember that well to even pick up that gate in the Red Lyrium because yeah, it that game came out two thousand. They came out like almost 20, it came out five years ago. Yeah, twenty fifteen, I think. Yeah, I believe it was twenty fifteen. Uh, Need for Speed again, racing game. I don't give a shit. The new title. It, it looked really like it looked like Crackdown with a machine gun on his back. Because again, <laughs> the game wasn't rendered, so it's whatever. Yeah. Um. Again, I was happy that's all they showed, and it was quick. It was three minutes, and they showed four games. Yeah, it was it was a nice look, but I wish they would have traded the slots with FIFA and Madden. But hey, figures. Um, anything else you want to say about EA Play? Uh. If you didn't watch it, you didn't miss anything. I feel like you could have took a nap this week and you would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It, All this honestly, week on game news, I really feel like this week is... I was expecting something big to drop and I felt like there was nuggets, but nothing big. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the biggest nuggets were the next-gen things that they showed. Honestly. So, um, let's be honest. The biggest thing happened this week in gaming, we didn't really touch on it. We'll, 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 we'll skim it, but again... We haven't played it. We, I've been keeping a media blackout for the most part on it. I read a few reviews on it, but The Last of Us Part Two is coming out. I think it just came out like within while we're doing this podcast, technically. Yeah. But um, the Last of Us review, like I'm, read so many things, and like I feel conflicted about I, I'm. I haven't played the game, so I'm just I'm blown away with how many perfect reviews are coming out, but how conflicted everyone sees seems to write about it. Yeah, um, really, time will tell. I mean, I'm gonna pick it up and start playing it after the podcast, and then see how I feel come this time next week. Um, I have a. I know my hopes, who, my... God, God, I'm sorry to interrupt. I, I know someone who got an early access. I want to see. He just messaged me. Oh, he didn't get a code. He was expecting to get the Last of Us code like Wednesday night. He just uh, like one like a like a week like not a week a few days before like the live date. And I was seeing if he had what I thought I was hoping he beat it and like was text me what his thoughts were. <laughs> he didn't. I'm sorry for interrupting. What were you saying? No, I mean, my first impressions are you know, hopefully. It delivers everything I've seen so far from IGN reviews to small YouTuber, not small YouTubers, but decent sized YouTubers that I watch reviews on seem to hold it in some sort of praise and appreciate the game and like it. So hopefully, you know, it's my cup of tea. Everyone's review I've read, and I've only, I think, read maybe four or five reviews. And I think I've only read two scored reviews and I've read three unscored reviews and then someone like kind of compiled, they're confused why it's getting perfect scores. And they went through like a few reviews and like saying, based on this, this, and this, I wouldn't expect it. Um, but it was like a critical writing of other people's reviews. Um, first one I want to say is like IGN's review. I read that. I was, it was written by Jonathan Dornbush. He runs their PlayStation Beyond. And it seems kind of, I mean, I I know that man. He, I don't know him personally, but I know he absolutely loves the PlayStation ecosystem. And I felt, me personally, I mean, it's his opinion, it's whatever. I, I felt like he, he just played it really safe and was a little campy with it. 
the and like nothing he wrote made me more excited for the game. It actually his review reading it made me less excited for the game. And I, I, it was a week ago I read it, so like I can't remember it word from word. But the review that honestly pumped me up the most for it was the games, um, gaming spot, ball, game spot review, uh, and they gave one of the worst reviews of any large publication that scored it. They gave it an eighty out of a hundred, hmm. and everyone's giving it ten tens. There's like three mixed reviews that were under eighty, and they weren't from any like reputable sources. GameSpot was the most reputable source that put a score on it and gave it not a perfect score, gave it an 80 out of 100. And reading through that honestly made the game more compelling to me because he's, he really went critical on it and told me a bunch of things he didn't like about the title. And those are things that, me personally, I think they played too safe in The Last of Us, the first Last of Us, that didn't make the characters compelling to me because there was, didn't seem, the conflict just seemed like had a little bit of conflict they didn't get along they got along great and then he did to me was the obvious play was to save the girl everything to me was by the book and he wrote about like different moments in the game where like you don't want to do something but like the moments in the game where your character is like the worst person you don't have a choice you watch cg of like the worst things happening that you wish your character wasn't doing yeah, it, it emotionally just like hits you in the heart over and over again because it's completely out of your control and it happens again and it kind of just just kind of drags at you emotionally and the unreviewed the the people who probably wrote the most critical reviews didn't score it from like Polygon, Kotaku and I forget what's the other one um but like they went in and they kind of like tore that they they spoke very critical of the game in a negative light how they thought it was a lot of senseless gore and violence that was completely unnecessary and how it didn't really mesh with who your character was and it kind of created plot holes because there was no real human your your character no longer really came off human to you and you couldn't really relate relate you wanted like a really relatable character and they just felt like i lost my relatability to ellie and she was a completely different person with it in five years and i don't know why and it's really hard for me to relate to this character from this time jump and how much she's changed and doesn't doesn't give a shit and seems to be okay, completely okay with senseless violent for no real end goal and besides um, revenge besides this, re- there were so many embargoes on this game that outlets could only talk about for the like could only talk about the first half of the game. Last half of the game they weren't allowed to talk about, they weren't really allowed to critique. So like a lot of the reviews are written about the full game, but like they can only tell you their opinions on the first half of the game. So it's really hard to write a full review when you can only relate and kind of convey how you felt because of the first half of the game. So, like, maybe the first half of the game is this really big struggle, and you have this really good turnaround that makes you pulls the whole game together. But it, from what they didn't have embargoed, it really kind of bothered me. So many people seem to have all these emotional gripes with the writing and character, but seem to still give it a perfect score. And like, I don't know. That's just me. I haven't played it yet. Maybe it will be this masterpiece and I'll 100% agree and it's everyone's opinion, but it was just hard for me to swallow all these perfect scores with so many... After looking at so many other reviews and seeing so, so many 
problems and critiques about the game. Yeah, so many people seem to have problems with the game, but still gave it perfect scores. And like, and, and the score that I saw the lowest is the one that made me feel like, hey, this might be a game for me because I kind of like losing that control in the story. Yeah, I, I, there's some times where I'm like, you know, making my own decision and like to be a dickhead or not to be a dickhead, you know? Sometimes I'm like, yeah, just fucking take me for a fucking emotional train ride. And and the things that like take me through the take me through the gray area. Don't it, fucking make it all black and white. Put it through the gray area perspective. And one of the benchmarks games I always go back to for storytelling is Tall Tales of the Walking Dead season one because there's oh, so yeah. many points in that game that like I wanted something to happen so so bad, and it went completely in the opposite direction. It was completely out of my power. But those emotional tugs that went in the complete opposite direction out of the things I was trying to control for it to happen this way, because you're left with a shit decision and a shittier decision, and I picked the shit yeah. decision, and I, it still hits the fan and blows all over you, and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. So those situations is like what I'm hoping for that so many people are kind of bitching and griping about during their reviews, because I find those so compelling that that's like life things are out of your control shitty things happen and you have to learn how to react you gotta gotta play the cards you're dealt and i feel like that's what they're trying to show is life's not perfect you don't always get the choice to be this morally righteous person this morally right person and they're gonna make you experience that blur of like that white and black line they're gonna put you in the fucking gray area in the last game, I felt like they played too safe, and they did what I anticipated, and I never felt like anything was out of my control. If the game feels out of my control, then I feel like they're telling me a story, and I'm not just, I don't know, watch writing a story. story. Like, watch, yeah, yeah like, I, I feel like I'm living, like, a real tangible tale opposed to, like, just reading, like, a romantic no- novel, like, oh, they lived happily ever after, and they rode in the sunset, and he only had to lie to her, like, Aladdin, so they could be happily ever after, <laughs> like, yeah, it was very, like, it was a dark Disney movie, almost, like, The Last of Us, like, regardless of what, I, I know a lot of people might get mad at that comparison, but, like, I don't give a shit, um, to me, it was a dark Disney movie, like, everyone rode off the sunset, everyone was happily ever after that you cared about in that story, and yeah. everything happened, Everything turned out okay for those characters, regardless of what obstacles they were against. This next game, if you get up to that obstacle that's tougher than you, and You're it ruins fucking your fucking ending, yeah. it shits on you over and over and ruins your ending, and your character starts becoming a little bit of not what you want them to, as long as there's a growth in that character, I feel like I'm going to be 100% on board, and this might be a game that I fucking absolutely love and rave about from now on, and I'll start playing it this weekend, but the most negative reviews about that game are the ones that got me the most excited. The most positive reviews, I felt like people just, were just kiss, kissing ass. Yeah, it just sounds very fake and, like, scripted. You know, it's not like, this game fucking threw me through the emotional ringer. Here's why. It's no... Like, I, I, I agree with you. I don't like the fucking positive sucking dick and kissing ass reviews. Like, I like the reviews that are like, listen... This game's gonna fuck you mentally because of the choices that your character makes because they are forced to make those character like those choices. And it's gonna show a lot in character development, especially with Ellie, because it's a five year jump. So who knows what the fuck she's been through for the last five years after Joel saved her and fucking lied to her. 
Like maybe she's fucking pissed. Maybe she wants revenge against Joel. Who knows? Like there's something in that five year gap that's gonna make her and like in like while you're playing this first half, that's gonna probably make her actions justifiable. If they resolve that relationship and they end happily ever after again at the end of that it's gonna um, be real story, annoying. I'll honestly be kind of annoyed because it's kind of where they started off. They were kind of at each other's throat. They were they didn't really fucking became, like each other. It was just like a cargo and a fucking carrier deal. And then they developed where they they, they they came around and loved each other. Like and yeah. great happy story. I think I would have been more okay with that ending if they, I knew it was a part one. But from everything Naughty Dog said about after The Last of Us, um, the first Last they of Us. They didn't have to make a Last of Us 2. No, they made it sound like that was like, hey, we're just do this one-time entry just yeah. for like a different direction, a little bit of break. They never made it sound like they were actually come back to it. And I, I honestly thought that would be... I had I think it's a huge integrity move and a really powerful statement that you trust in your team so much that you can do a one-off and say, okay, let's move on to some different, let's write something different. I yeah. find that very prideful. And I know it's sometimes everyone wants to explore more stories, but like sometimes I think it's just great to have a fucking great story and close that book. Write yeah. another great story, close a book. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there are, you do come in planning to tell a three-part story, and I think that's okay. Yeah, I, I mean, everything needs to have a sequel because let's be honest, there's no way they're not going to do a third part. Like, I, 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 I would be blown away if they stop it too now. I mean, it just depends on how the story ends. I mean, they could end it like they ended this one and, like, you know, go, go docile for fucking five, six years and then be like, yeah. boom, fucking, there you go. Here's your third one. Well, this better be better than The Walking Dead, Tall Tales, um, season two. <laughs> I played all. I just recently played through all of Walking Dead. I'm like on the final one after. I'm on. I'm on closed. season three, and I never finished it because I used to play it with one of my roommates, and he used to watch me. And like, I can't. But like, we both would just yell at the television so fucking much during that game, and he wasn't even playing. I mean, yeah, my girlfriend Kate watched me play the first one all the way up to this last one. And I haven't touched it yet. <laughs> <coughs> But um, excuse me. But is your coronavirus treating you okay? Yeah, you know it's just that on that tail end of it. But um, I was actually just choking on Naughty Dog's dick for a minute. Sorry. Uh, but no, I mean I I'm definitely in agreement with you. Like there were fucking times where I'm like, she was like, don't fucking play anymore because I want to see how this shit plays out. Like, and like she was getting pissed. She was like, why the fuck did you do that? Like, and then it still ended up like fucking me in the end. I. I hope Last of Us gives me the same thrills I got for Walking Dead season um, one. Yeah. Even though I don't like, have any control in the situation, I still want that shock and I, awe. I want to chase that feeling and emotion I had. Like that, that's the last time I remember really getting emotion. Like I've had great gaming experiences since, but like that's one that still holds me, and I, yeah. I want to go back to that feeling because I played through that season one like probably four or five times. Like it's still great. Like honestly, I wish they would remake that completely because the gra- like the graphics and the uh, mechanics on it are garbage but i yeah. guess that that development studio is dead whatever um i don't know i i didn't like last of us the first last of us as much as everyone else did i thought it was gonna be a monumental story that really shifted my perspective on gaming and what they could do story-wise 
and I didn't feel like it did that. And everyone always gave me like, well, it's an old game. You can't hold it to a high standard. Walking Dead Season 1 still holds me. It came out a year before. Yeah. I think Mass Effect 1, 2, and I know a lot of people didn't like 3. I thought 3 still pulled it together. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I love 3. I, 3 was the first game I think I ever emotionally got distraught over the ending, honestly. I, 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 I think that's really well done. Um, and, the, and, like, I think... Bioware, what they did with Mass Effect 1, 2, 3, and Dragon Age up to 8, Dragon Age Inquisition, were in Tall Tales Walking Dead Season 1. I think, technically, those are some of my favorite storytelling story games. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying there's not other really great ones, but I think those, those are... Those the ones that really brought me into that world and gave me care for the character. Yeah, party. they made me emotionally give a shit. Yeah. Like uh, Skyrim, I'd care about no one else in that world. I everyone else could die, and I wouldn't care. Um, Witcher, Witcher, I, mean, I had a lot it's, of care it's, for. It's it's it, I I like the game, love it. I okay, I love that game. It's so much fun. I think the the world is super interesting. To explore. I love the story with it, but I don't know if anyone died in that game. I would really care. I would. I was I was emotionally invested in The Witcher Three. Um, it was a great game through and throughout. I like. I genuinely like. I got I fucking like got choked up when Geralt like finally reunited with Siri for the first time, and like I was like, wow, I don't even know who the fuck Siri is, but like obviously. Spoiler alert. <laughs> obviously, like. Garrett and Siri have like some sort of bond and are have some sort of tie together, and it just really they really emphasize the love those two characters had for each other, even because there's no context unless you like read the books and know the lore. There's no context, and I went in there knowing no context. So you're just so... trying to tell me, tell me Witcher Three was your first Witcher <laughs> game? Uh, me too. <laughs> I, I tried I to mean, play Witcher I, Two, and I, I didn't like yeah. it. I didn't like it. I, I honestly dropped it. But honestly, I played Witcher. I tried to play Witcher two when I was like thirteen, fifteen, when my attention span wasn't at its peak yet. You still, know. still not there yet. You'll get there one day. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a late bloomer. Hey, nothing wrong with that. But um, you know, it, it's it was still a very good game and had that emotional tie that the first three Mass Effect had for me. Honestly. Okay. Well, anything else you want to cover today? I think we kind of covered all of our topics today. Um. <coughs> We're not as fond about the PS5 reveal a week later. How high hopes for the Xbox Series 1. Um, maybe if it falls and trips on the face, we'll be up a little bit higher on the PlayStation 5 reveal. Cyberpunk, hopefully my smart delivery dreams come true. You don't give a fuck about Pokemon at all. <laughs> I want yeah. Blockbuster to come back. EA play, something you could have skipped and we could have lived with. And last yeah. week, we're excited to see how we feel next week after we get a few hours in there. Yeah, it's been a great podcast. So this was a, this was a very productive episode, even though bulk of it was EA Play. I'm not I, even really the bulk, but we we actually spent point. more more time on everything <laughs> at, at, before EA Play. To be completely honest, I, I think Which the bulk bulk was the intro, the, the intro yeah. topics, and EA Play was like literally like 
like yeah, I, don't know, like just, I think it was, like, it was just because I think, it happened. I think I think it was a, I think it was like a fifth of the podcast honestly yeah, <laughs> it just, had the most it had, it had the most content and it was only fifth but that's that shows you how much we gave a shit about it it just yeah. it was it was rough anyway it, it happened today and we just had to cover it for you guys with with outros we got my 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 Vic Vinegar Pierce PP Gray yep we got my Hugh Honey Jordan Alvarez Alvarez Alvarez, Jordan Alcarez. Well, anyways, I think this week um, we gotta have all the audio, and hopefully it records. We'll we'll see how this goes. Anyways, we'll catch everyone else um, next week. Have a great week. Until next time, guys. Later.